everyone, and welcome to Check Out This Guy. This is a podcast where we are standing in observance of guys. This is the day on which we observe the guys. Uh, we're, 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 we're taking a moment uh, uh, to look at them. I'm Emery. My pronouns are they, she, he. Hi, I'm Izzy. My pronouns are she or he. Um, and we're coming to you in stereo today. Uh, yeah, we have a guest. Hello. And we're, yeah, once they introduce yourself, we're, we're, you know, it's gonna be, you'll become aware of the nature of the problem. Uh Uh-huh. Even though this is recorded in mono. So, hi. My name is also Izzy. Fucked up. Uh Uh-huh. Fucked up, if true. (laughs) I use CCR or they, them pronouns. Um... I got I got little guys. I got so many guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm here to talk about my guys. That's what we like to hear on this podcast. Yeah. What if a guest came in and is like, I don't know, I don't I didn't make any. Yeah. <laughs> guys or get out. That's when you play a tabletop game that requires you to make some guys. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what, at that point we just do a character creation episode. Exactly. You didn't come with guys? Alright, we're making you some guys. Be prepared. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's let's get into it. Actually, why don't we we yeah you you mentioned before recording that yeah you're a podcaster also. Why don't yes. you just tell us a little bit about 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 what you do? So I am, I've got ADHD, so I'm a bit of a jack of all trades when it comes to things. But podcasting is something that I am very very invested in. I have five of them. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, so two of them aren't out yet. Okay. And one uh-huh. and one of those two is not actually mine. I am just a voice actor on it. But um I do Hope's Hearth, which is a uh actual play podcast where we play uh indie tabletop games all set in the same universe, but typically with different characters. I have many guys from that one. Um it is just the guy the guy making podcast right there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, it's extremely good. It is uh, sci fantasy in nature. I play a lot of aliens. It is also exceptionally queer uh, and anti fascist. Yay! Uh, main storyline is literally we're fighting a fascist empire in space. No, it's not Star Wars. Don't look at me. We would never accuse you of being Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, also, this is an audio format. I can't. Fair. Um,. The second one I do is a uh, Redwall reread podcast called Abbey Archives, where me and my co-host Kit uh, read through all of the Redwall books and kind of just pick them apart and threaten to summon Brian Jakes from his grave with a Ouija board so that we can shake him and demand, why the fuck did he write this? I love Little Mice. I Same. don't know too much about the Redwall franchise as a whole. I know violence is done against those mice. So much violence. So, so much violence. I have a tattoo of uh, the titular Martin the Warrior on my shoulder. Ah, that's adorable. <laughs> the third podcast I do is it's called SCP Archives. It is what it says on the tin. It's an SCP podcast. It's not like... Uh, uh, the ones that, like, the SCP podcast where they make up their own stuff and it has a storyline. This is literally, I'm just reading SCP articles. Because I wanted an SCP article reading podcast where, one, they didn't always read the horribly violent ones all the time constantly. And two, I wanted it to have somebody who sounded like me doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I can make that happen. Uh, so I did. 
Sometimes you have to make the podcast yourself. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. The podcast you want to see in the world. Um, fourth podcast is called Colchis. Now, if you, if any of your listeners or if you guys are aware of the one mic stand podcast making jam that um, uh, the podcast minds there before the grace of Podgo we did last year at roughly around this time. Um, yes, I was a participant as, hey. along with a former guest, Fear. Yeah, um, I did that. Colchis was me and uh, many. We made that one, and we are currently working on trying to make it a full-blown fiction podcast. Slow going. This year has been rough. Yeah, understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fifth one is uh it's called cauterized and i believe the trailer for it is already out it is a musical horror podcast set in a post post-apocalyptic future and i play one of the two main characters i play naomi oh hell yeah yeah it's super duper good i love it it allows me to utilize a skill that i don't normally get to utilize which is my singing voice um and the author and creator cat is phenomenal she is fantastic Highly recommend that when it comes out. Go look at the trailer uh, and listen to it and understand the nonsense Cat's trying to make real. It's great. It's extremely gay also. Hell yeah. Every podcast I'm in and make is gay. (laughs) Good. That's what I like to see. Oh, you're in the right place. (laughs) If I am engaging with like a piece of media and it's not gay, then I will simply just make it gay. I have a whole podcast about that. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that's what you do. That's just what you gotta do. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so, so let's, let's hear about some guys. I cannot wait to, uh, to, to get into it. So the guy that I kind of prepared, where I went through and I pulled, like, a bunch of artwork that I have done for the past looks at my watch decade. Uh. Oh boy. uh Uh-huh, he's, he is, he has some lore. So, to start off this discussion about this guy, before I properly introduce him, are you two aware of the band Steam Powered Giraffe? Vaguely. Okay, Izzy, (laughs) I am putting my hands on your Um, shoulder. Oh, oh, no, no. (laughs) Also vaguely. I know that they exist. Oh, no, okay. Um... I I know that they did the soundtrack for some video game that I don't remember anymore. Steam World Heist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was something else, actually. No, it's Steam World Heist. <laughs> okay. Was this like 15 years ago? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that that's it. Yep. I mean, it wasn't 15 years ago, but it was a while ago because time is fake. Um, It was still in the 20 teens. Good God. <gasps> I've been in, into this band for too long. Anyway. That band used to be like special interest, hyperfixation zone. I was on Tumblr. I was in it. And I made a fan character. And this was in 2011, 2012. Let's go. All right. I made a fan character. And the fan character was a robot because Steam Powered Giraffe is a robot singing band. They are robots. They are the uh, actors and musicians uh, who play said robots. They do a lot of mime work on stage. They're exceptionally good at it. Highly recommend checking out the band. Um, one of the we, we do love a robot. One of the main people in it is a trans woman named Bunny Bennett. She is phenomenal. Um, she even transitioned her character. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's great. what she got to do. Yeah, it's great. Uh, absolutely love sometimes, it. Sometimes, 
Sometimes you have a character who's cis and then you realize you're not cis and then it's like, oh, okay, just let me, uh, just let me, uh, <laughs> change this over here. Just let me take out my, my edit tool. She didn't do it for a while. It took a few years for her to actually, like, take Rabbit, the character that she plays, and make, uh, make him into girl. So that's the, she mm -hmm. went from he to she, um... But, you know, once she did it, it was like, oh, this is great. Um, some interesting costume choices happened, though, when she was first getting settled into it. But anyway, that is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very little bearing on my character in that regard. We, just... Listen, un we, understandable. We also have, we, I think we all have some interesting costumes when we're first getting into it. Fair and valid. Uh, this is, this is very true. Um... So the character that I made, because I am a furry and everything I make is furry or furry adjacent, I decided I'm going to make go. a furry robot, which at the time was not as big of a furry subculture as it is now. This was pre-protogen. <laughs> That's um, a while back. Yeah. This, I mean, protogens, I think, existed, but they weren't as ubiquitous as they are now. Like, I can kind of point to i think it was like 2014 that protogens really started kicking off so i i predate the protogen boom uh if you want to call it that uh with this character by quite a bit so i never got the is that a protogen nonsense <laughs> thank god uh <laughs> i think i would have murdered somebody but i made a deer robot this is uh one of the earliest iterations of my little guy Look at that. Uh, he Heck is yeah. a deer, an anthropomorphic deer robot. He has a deer-shaped head. He's got antlers, little deer ears. Um, he, he very robotic. He's got on like a little fancy man vest and ascot. Uh, mm -hmm. And is wearing brass goggles because this was based on the Steam Powered Giraffe song, Brass Goggles. Um, and he is a... Unsu yeah. <laughs> Listen, unsurprising that uh, that you were on Tumblr the time of this character. It does exude a sort of Tumblr energy. He gets uh -huh. better. He loses the kind of Tumblr sexy man vibe. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> he... No, and by what I mean is he gets better is he gets much more... He gets some uh, air quotes meat on them bones. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, trust me. He it as my art style evolved, I just kind of made him bigger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um and so yeah, he sprang up because I wanted to design a a robot and his lore started really coming together on the CR giraffe forums. Uh -huh. Where there was a roleplay forum, and this is how I met my co-host for the Red Wall podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Was in nice. that forum. And then we started shipping our two characters together. Yeah. Stag canonically has a wife because of this. I love a podcast origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so this is uh, that's how uh, Kit and I met like over ten years ago. And uh I think about two years ago we were like, let's what if we made a podcast? <laughs> All because it's like it's that meme of the person with the dominoes, like <laughs> getting into steam powered giraffe redwall podcast. <laughs> Sounds like a logical progression to exactly. me. Exactly, honestly. Oh, oh, it, it, absolutely to me. 
I know my own business. <laughs> it's exceptionally good, honestly. Um, I mean, the people who do Hope's Hearth with me, I met because of the room where it happened. So, you know, podcasts just kind of beget podcasts eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, this character's name is Stag. Uh, it is actually the... Um, how you w- would turn his serial number into a word. Uh, his serial number, which I can never remember how to do off the top of my head. Like, I can't say it. I have to spell it. Uh, there we go. It's 5749. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stag. I see mm-hmm. it. I see it. Yeah. Um, technically, it's 5749-1, so Stag 1. Um... Because I believe the way that you, the way that I have spelt it has always been. uh, Yeah, capital S T A, lowercase g, dash one. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's Mm -hmm. the first. The numbers were literally his creator was just like, I'm going to be clever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh That's it. Um, uh, And Stag goes by Stag in his day to day. Um, And outside of. Being steam hard drive because that was his original origin. His story has changed because originally he was very tied into the steam powered giraffe lore. There was some shenanigans with the the band being like, "Oh, well, if you make a fan robot, technically we own it." And this was a bad move on their part, and they rescinded it. Uh, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, but when they did do that, I was kind of like, "Well, no, uh, fuck you, <laughs> my character." So I kind of removed the steam-powered giraffe lore from him. Um, because steam-powered giraffe has this thing where there's there's these things called blue matter cores. And they are what give the robots life and their sort of souls. Mm-hmm. Their lore mm-hmm. is confusing. Mm-hmm. As somebody who knows it fairly well, their lore is confusing. <laughs> um, we certainly have a relationship with lore on this podcast. We sure do interact with it. We sure do. Yep. It's great. I love lore. Uh, but so he got removed from that because he had a blue matter core and I was like, nope. You just nebulously magic. Because fuck it. Sometimes sometimes you just gotta like yank a fan character out of the uh, out of the uh, out of the uh out of the canon that you're in you gotta liberate them you gotta you sometimes you just gotta bail them out of there make them their own character yeah set them free he also for a while had his own ask blog on tumblr (laughs) of course (laughs) that rules (laughs) this is this is art from 2012 by the way this is old Uh this is Mostly doesn't look like this anymore. Like there are aspects of it that are the same. I'm 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 excited to to see this art and, and see how this evolves. <laughs> yeah, we're you know we're starting to see if some more roboticy elements. We got some we got some wires that going yeah. on in the uh, in the gap in the neck. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like 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 we we know that I I love a skeletonized robot with exposed bits. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can't, because apparently I didn't grab it. Let me see if I can't find the very first piece of artwork I did of him, where he didn't have the, uh, the chassis outer shell. Ooh. Let me see if I can't find that in amongst my stuff. Yeah, that's it. This was, I think, the very first 
piece of artwork I did where you have this very like bare skeleton without a chassis. He still has, you can see a lot of the same elements in his face. He's still very deer like, but his antlers are pipes. Uh, he mm-hmm. has the, the, the steam boiler that is just his entire chest. Mm-hmm. Um, his hydraulics are very, very simplified. Yeah, that's very cool. Little, little baby photo, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Babyest of baby man. So I, I pulled him from that, and, and in the process of this, as all this was happening on Tumblr and on his Ask blog, Kit and I were constantly roleplaying. Constantly. Great. And this is where the vast majority of his primary backstory, what I held in my mind as true for the past decade, came from, which is in the 1920s. He Uh met a woman at, uh, I think it's Rose Pier or something like that, uh, in California, and she was a mechanic, uh, and then they kind of just, I'm not going to say hit it off, because she was very much like, robots for a while in that way where it's just like they were very new because we were both late teens early 20s so you know we had very very bad ideas of what romance looked like don't we all Mm -hmm. but they got together eventually kind of skimming over that uh it it kind of boiled down to stag is persistent but not in a creepy way uh, it's just more they lived in the same neighborhood and they kept seeing each other. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he, she was the only good robot mechanic around, and anytime he broke, he would have to go to her. You know. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you look at a guy and say, I can fix him, parentheses literal. <laughs> yes. This is what it means to be the mechanic for a sentient robot. <laughs> I have a piece of art that actually has that in it. It's very good, but it's later on, and it's actually from an AU. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of the original of his story. He lived with a uh, young woman who was like an adventurer type, and her uncle, who was a uh, roboticist engineer or whatever the fuck. Um, a lot of this has changed, uh, uh, particularly in the past couple of years, as I've been like, I kind of want to make stag story more cohesive mm-hmm. but this is like the very early kind of iteration it, was, it wasn't very well written because it was based on role playing <laughs> but so like we get let's see where is slightly beefier stag from i think a couple of years later okay mm-hmm. we're getting we, we got some arms on that boy we got some chest and arms now yeah, yeah. He's, getting the, he's getting there his legs have shortened for some reason um, I think that's because I was trying to figure out how to draw legs better, and I uh-huh. was also in the process of swapping between art programs. This was a few years where I was a lot of Stag's art is spread across like four different art programs mm-hmm. because I wasn't about to pay for an art program. Relatable, yeah. So for for y'all's audience, for the people who can't see anything, this version of Stag has got a he he's a bit broader in the chest, not by much. He's still definitely scrawny, um, wearing the same vest, the the ascot cravat thing, um, gray shirt, gray pants. He's got like big hooves, um, 
Hella neck and shoulders. Hella neck and shoulders. He's missing an eye. He's actually been missing an eye in all of this. It's just difficult to portray in some art pieces. Um, Mm -hmm. His head still looks like a deer. He's got the antlers. He's got the ears. He's got the little boopable snoot. Uh, and he's got the bright, he has a bright green eye, so has the, the wires, the exposed wires in his neck, because I just thought aesthetically that looked really cool, and I was right. Exactly. Correct. Um, and there's, there's this kind of long period of time where I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with Stag. I'm like, do I want to write a story? Do I want to do a comic with him? And he, he kind of flip-flopped around between a few of these ideas, um, I still haven't quite settled on what I want to do with him, like, in the year of our Lord 2023. He's still very nebulously here as a character. Um, but this is when he, we started coming up more with the, this, this next part, which is a part of his story that hasn't changed. And that is, uh, Griffin, the name of his wife, she dies. Um, because she was human. Uh, and... Stag- oh, are we talking like death of old age? Uh, she, it was, um, she was older, but it was an illness that took her. Uh-huh. Uh, because she, uh, I think the thing that Kit and I finally figured out is that she was prone to infections because she mm-hmm. actually had, uh, in this universe where in the Victorian era, robotics started really picking up, especially steam power. She had very early prosthetics that she had built herself and maintained herself after a really bad accident. Um, and so she was prone to infections. And so she got sick and passed away and Stag got very depressed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is when I was figuring out I was depressed. And so, you know, I just kind of projected onto him. Yeah, I know a thing or two about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets better. He gets better. <laughs> Hooray. I mean, he still has chronic depression, but he gets better. You know, the same way that, like, people with chronic depression kind of figure out how to cope. <laughs> yeah. Um, It just takes, like, 50 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Buddy, you need, you need to go to therapy. No. <laughs> In in the world space, the world that we have created, robots, uh, it's it's sort of a a um, robots were kind of to the side because, like, at the time, um, like as as we're going through the 1900s, you know, there's a lot of the civil rights movements, but those are very human focused, and that's very important that that stays maintained. But the robots were there, like supporting the civil rights movement stag went to a lot of protests stag was somebody who was very very active in that kind of scene but robots couldn't be arrested (laughs) because they weren't people they were seen as objects and so what would end up happening is inevitably he would get injured or hurt so like they would inevitably be like uh uh, damaged broken etc and you know, he would have to go to a mechanic and get fixed. Um, thankfully, Stag has a little bit of a, a, a wish fulfillment aspect to him in that he has money. <laughs> <laughs> He's been around since just before the Victorian era. That baby, baby picture of him was his first iteration. I think I said in 1870 something. So it was like just after the Civil War. And then, like, 
into the Victorian era, he he actually, and this is a more recent iteration of him, uh, he gets found by uh, Quakers. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's okay. he's raised, he's raised by by uh, a Quaker community outside of Savannah, Georgia. Uh I have done extensive I was going to do a webcomic about this. I've done extensive research. Oh boy. <laughs> um so he he is the only uh character of mine who is Christian like specifically, but he made that choice himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause Quakers are very like, yes, they're, they're Christian, but it's, it's, there's a very specific way they go about it because they don't, uh, try to convert people. They don't proselytize like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. very, that's why they're called the friends, um, and things like that. Like they're, they're friends of like the community, their community friends. They, they want to help people. Um, I've talked extensively with like my local, like, uh, friend community here in, where I live in Alabama, um about like the history of the quakers it's it's super interesting actually um i need to get back into it because i think i want to actually kind of write down some of this story um Uh because i think it's really important but like stag as a robot like the quakers didn't see him as an object they saw him as and not necessarily as a person either because you know robots were exceptionally new and so Mm -hmm. he was just kind of they were like we're going to treat you as though you were a child. Because that's kind of what you are. You don't know anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you definitely, there's something there that feels akin to our children. Despite Except the fact that Stag is probably older than all or most of them. Yes, and also eight foot three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, He's huge. Big boy. He's a big boy. Yes, large. <laughs> He is a big boy, um, but you know, and he he came to to the conclusion that he he wanted to be like Christian, specifically Quaker, um, and he he's he's had a few crises, but crisis of faith has never been one of them for him, um, and I, that was also a little bit of wish fulfillment on my part because I I have had many crises of faith. I'm not Christian. I'm I don't know what I am right now. <laughs> something uh but that's sort of how he goes uh, uh into life is with that kind of very the 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 i don't want to say pure is not the correct word because that's not a word that should be used for this but it's kind of the more distilled down very basic like this is how christians should be so this is how i i am um mm. he he does his best to uh uh correct like injustice like not correct but like uh uh call out and try to help fix injustices in the world and things like that he was very very good about like saving his money and things like that even though as a robot he couldn't put it in a bank <laughs> mm-hmm. um the the person who took him in after he left the Quakers um which is still the little adventurer uh woman um she basically kind of helped set him up so that when she finally like passed he would be fine like um it's kind of like leaving your house to your cat in your will uh-huh. and that's kind of what she did and nobody could argue cuz you know 
so and she she had set up like a friend is like this is the the retainer i guess i'm not entirely sure how that works but in this world they let the robot have the house uh and her money uh and so wish fulfillment a, a trust yeah a trust basically wish fulfillment on my part uh mm-hmm. and so he went through a lot of things uh there was some bits with uh his wife and him where kit and i were like but what if they had a baby <laughs> you know we we, oh we we invented a whole character to turn him human fascinating her name is mama gears <laughs> and she practices magic through tea Nice. Interesting. Because here's the oh, this is my favorite fact about him, and I didn't even state it. Stags, a stag drinks tea. Okay, okay. How does that work with him being a robot? Is it because of steam powered? It is because he's steam powered. Okay. (laughs) He does have to get his boiler cleaned out uh, very regularly because of this, Uh because it does create a buildup in his boiler. But he drinks tea specifically so that when he like exhale steam it smells like something so that he doesn't just smell like metal <laughs> his favorite smells are to his favorite things he can't smell he can't smell for shit but he knows that if he smells like something other than metal and oil then people are more comfortable around him uh, he started doing this because uh he's his friend uh who was taking care of him like uh before he met his his soon-to-be wife, um, basically was like, you're good with children, because he is. So we're gonna, I'm going to rent you, air quotes, rent you out as a nanny robot to people. It's fairly lucrative business. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he discovered very quickly that if he smelled like something, children were much more comfortable around him, and therefore adults were much more comfortable around him. And so his two favorite things to smell like are peppermint and lavender. Not at the same time, <laughs> but like <laughs> he, he will drink mm-hmm. peppermint or lavender tea, and it makes him, you know, whenever he exhales, he smells like it. It's the air around him smells like that for a while. Um, he also keeps, like, um, if he doesn't have access to tea and he just has water, he keeps, like, a little, like, sachet of, of, like, nice-smelling herbs. Not quite potpourri, because that's way too perfumed, but, Mm -hmm. you know, a a similar kind of thing, just so that he has something that makes people more comfortable around him, so he doesn't just smell inorganic. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he was much younger, he was much more concerned about that. He was much more concerned with humans specifically you know feeling comfortable around him uh because when they didn't feel comfortable around him they didn't treat him like he was a person it's a little little bit of of projecting my queerness my 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 my, uh feeling uh, uh as an outsider as a queer person onto him with this he he has had a lot of things projected onto him over the years because you know i've had him since i was a teenager can, can I be uh, bad a second? Go, Go for, for it. it. Get this Boysamax body spray. <laughs> no! <laughs> that didn't exist at the time, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's only if he has to babysit like 13 to 15 year old boys. Like when I was in high school. Because that's when it was at its peak. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was 2010, baby! Baby. Yeah. I... I, I, I I told you back. <laughs> it's very funny, though. 
<laughs> At least it doesn't smell bad. Like, even just mm-hmm. the inorganic smell, it doesn't smell bad. It just smells like machinery. Uh, it's not like teenage boy B.O. <laughs> He's never had to experience that. Yeah, but listen, I understand. Sometimes you gotta put a show, put on a show for the normies. Yeah, sometimes exactly. you gotta, sometimes <laughs> you gotta do do a little extra to make yourself presentable so you don't mm-hmm. seem like a freak. Yep. This is when I was also figuring out a lot of gender stuff as well. Like uh, at the when I first made him, I, you know, still presented and thought I was a girl. So you know, I I was going through some things where I was like, am I a girl though? You know, mm-hmm. and feeling weird and and uncomfortable about it, and I just kind of onto him. <laughs> you know, as you do. Uh, <laughs> oh hell, we love a messy gender feeling, Zosi. Uh-huh. Best kind, top tier. Yeah, he's not even the only one. I have so many. He's just Let's the one go. that I can talk about for an hour. Because <laughs> I have plenty of OCs. Trust me. <laughs> The the I, like I said, my one podcast is just making little guys podcast. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, um, as we move forward in time, both for me and for him, as we get there, there's kind of a period of time, like I said, where his wife passed away and he was very depressed, but he was able to to live, and he did have a son. Uh, his son's name is Clyde. Um, Clyde unfortunately has to go off to war in the Vietnam War. He got drafted. Uh, SAG heavily protested the Vietnam War because, you know, I could, I haven't really fully fleshed that particular period of time out, but this is also around when Griffin died. Um, so that era of time is very fuzzy for him. <laughs> He's going through it emotionally. <laughs> um, Thankfully, Clyde comes back, I'm not going to say unscathed, but he's not dead, um, gets married, has, like, you know, grandchildren for Stag, um, and Stag is kind of this weird, not-quite-presence in the family for the next, like, until the 2010s. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, depression hit him hard. He was very much, like, he was trying his best, but, like... There was a certain point where, especially after, um, uh, like, after a certain point, I think it was, like, after the 90s, where, like, uh, when, when Clyde and his wife were, like, old, old, um, where people didn't realize that he was, like, their great-grandpa or whatever. Oh, boy. (laughs) So they were just like, yeah, he's just here, except he's also, like, you just kind of have to go that house down on the end of the street, like... He's part of the family. We don't know why. There was like some yeah, information sh- loss. Yeah, it's just kind of a sad robot. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, but like, he doesn't everybody, really talk to us much. Everybody leaves their kids with him to watch and he takes care of them. They watch mm-hmm. Disney movies. Stag loves Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because- look, look some, sometimes you just have to sit in a ruin for a few decades. Yeah. <laughs> his house wasn't a ruin. He takes very good care of his house. Um... What sort of like pulls him out of this depression? This is this has changed a little bit because the Ask blog eventually became a role play blog, um, and there was another character uh, that uh, I role played with a lot, whose name was Sunny. She was also a robot. I've kind of changed that. Where at some point, like I didn't want to make Stag's story. Oh, he stopped being depressed because he 
got a girlfriend because it's goofy. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. That's it, just what the allosexuals want you to think. Yeah, it doesn't work like True. that. This happened again when I was, this was like, when was this? Let me find a piece of artwork from that time specifically. I think this is one of them. You can see there's a bit of a change from the one above it. He's a little sleeker. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a little bit more like decoration in his ear. Uh, yeah, bigger, bigger uh, neck gap for them wires and and cables. It changes size every time I draw it. I I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, he, we we I, I sort of had this like realization like this is part of some of the changes I've made in the past couple of years. It was like that's weird and bad. I don't like that. Something, though, that does help when you're really depressed is having a pet. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And he ended up with a rescued um, rabbit. I think it's a, 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 I think it was a lop. I don't remember specifically, but he ended up with a, a rescued rabbit that he named Sunflower. Um, and being, like, taking care of the children because he didn't, he wasn't responsible for them constantly was kind of it became especially because that was his job for so long to take care of children like he enjoys it he loves taking care of his his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren etc but after a certain point like it's not helping with his depression to take care of another like person in this way mm -hmm. having to take care of this very small rabbit <laughs> that is dependent on him for survival constantly <laughs> Uh, he maybe started going to therapy <laughs> because at some point I want to say in the nineties as well is when like robots, they're not necessarily viewed as people, but they started to get more autonomy and being more visible. Um, this is kind of my allegory a little bit for like post AIDS crisis. More people were like way more concerned about like gay people after a certain point, especially into the, uh, early aughts to 2010s. Um, mm -hmm. If we all remember the Don't Say Gay campaigns. Mm. God. God. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a little bit of an allegory for that, a little bit of an allegory for modern um, like trans rights stuff uh, as well. Um, because what are we if not uh, projecting modern problems onto our characters mm -hmm. and their stories? Um, but so he starts, he starts getting help. Uh, he can't take medication, but it's a little bit easier as a robot to kind of pick apart some of that stuff and be like, this doesn't make sense, <laughs> you know, and, and kind of not fix, fix it because it's, it's part of the part of him. That's not a robot, you know, like the, 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 the what, what we would call like a soul, but even stag is not a hundred percent sure he has a soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, other people would be like, you absolutely do. And he's like, do I? <laughs> when I die, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on him. He doesn't die for a very, very long time. Oh, boy. This isn't, this is, this is canon. It's not an AU. He lives <laughs> into the apocalyptic future of this world. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We've got a very beat up, dented. Mm -hmm. He's got a different arm. Like one of his arms is a different metal material, um, fucked up like jacket and stuff. This is actually the version of him that I made for the Red Fork Empire, which still exists. Uh, it was a thing 
from a YouTube creator, very steampunk. I'm technically still part of it. I'm still listed on the website. <laughs> I don't do shit because all of that shit happens up in the like northeast. I live down is, down here. <laughs> is he wearing a com badge? The the thing it it's just a patch. I think I did that as kind of like a little mm-hmm. like nod because I was into Star Trek at the time. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so it's not actually, but it's a little bit of a nod. The wrench on his belt is actually Griffin's wrench. Um, it's very old at this point. <laughs> it's not yeah. functional either. Like that thing is rusted. Um, oh yeah, looking looking a little worse for wear over there. A little there. worse for wear. A little worse for wear. It's fine. He's fine. He's doing fine. He's getting better. You can see there's there's some some the. It's hard to zoom in, but on his uh, eye metal eye patch, basically, is the Red Fork Empire symbol, um, mm-hmm. which is a a red tuning fork inside of a blue gear. Um, simplistic but effective. Um, so we move into he starts getting better, starts becoming more of a person, and this is when like because uh, there was a while where Kit and I kind of stopped role playing for a while, and we moved on to other things. Like there's a gap in my my stag artwork because of this where the next thing that i did was just this because i felt like it which is a very psychedelic kind of Ooh. thing of stag i was i was very into drawing the goopiness um i yeah that's some that's some good yeah, goop right there yeah th- this is definitely the most different one yeah yeah uh there's a couple others i have that are kind of similar um this is a stag who's got like green goop. It could be oil, lubricant, whatever you want to, whatever you want to believe it is dripping from like all along the seam of his lower jaw. He's crying it out of his eye as well. He's purple. There's like blue and red steam behind him making a heart shape. I think this is supposed to represent like how he feels about Griffin. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. quite remember. This was. 2015, so fuck me if I remember. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 2015 Um, was, like, before the dawn of time. It's so long ago. Yeah, and then we've got these, because people... uh, There are people on my Tumblr who fucking adore Stag and would ask me to draw him in dumb outfits. Um, And so we have Stag in a pair of swim trunks that I used to own, which were bright Uh orange, and Stag in Metaton's boots. Uh, I, I, I instantly recognized the Metaton boots. But you can also Good see shit. he is starting to get broader. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. His, his vest has changed a bit. Um, and, and then there is another gap, I believe, between those, because those were both 2016. No, one was 2015, one was 2016. And then we only have one more piece of work in 2016, and then we go to 2015. 2017 <laughs> um, because you know i was working on other projects at the time um kit and i were still doing some au's uh here is one of them there was this thing um uh in the specifically the steam powered giraffe role-playing community where we had these uh anon characters who were supposed to represent the different kinds of like anons you would get and they're supposed to be very organic and goopy so we were like what if stag was one of these creatures uh-huh um, mm-hmm. so we have a very kind of organic gray because it represents the tumbler and on, uh, stag. One of his eyes is purple. Like the one that's supposed to be missing is purple. It's more organic. The other one is robotic. Uh, it's, it's kind of like he's fused with one of these. I don't remember why we decided to do this. 
this is just one of the thousands of AUs that Kit and I came up with for for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we oh, have God. oh my goodness, so many that I cannot remember most of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there is this was the first proper reference sheet I did for Stag. Okay. Okay, we got outfits here. Mm-hmm. We got outfits. Yeah. He's much like much beefier, a little bit of the kind of Captain America Dorito shape going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got the hips to back it up. <laughs> uh, because yeah. it's, <laughs> Captain America does not. Um, he's wearing his, his titular purple vested outfit. Um, then we have one where he's without clothing, but he he... Uh, unfortunately suffers from the the void bits syndrome uh, of many characters because I wasn't trying to make a not safe for work reference sheet at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have the dad outfit of the button up shirt with the dad jeans. Uh, And then we, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this one was a joke. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I, (laughs) mustache. That one's kind of looking like a Bond villain. No, no, no. So before I was into steam-powered giraffe, uh-huh. And before I was into Undertale and before I was into off the game, um we're going backwards in time a little bit. I was and still am a absolutely rabid homestuck. And oh that boy. is Stag as Grandpa Harley uh because his great-grandchildren convinced him to do it. <laughs> He has no idea what he what character he is. Oh no! <laughs> I did I'm... this on, uh, specifically as a joke, and it made quite a few of my followers yell at me at the time. <laughs> I uh, thought it was I'm, funny. <laughs> I'm over here safely with zero homestuck knowledge, so oh. it just pours past me. I am uh-huh, uh-huh. very happy for you. <laughs> I uh, live listen. in hell. The, the the character that they're refer, referring to is just like an old man, but also oh, a child. No, don't no, worry about it. Don't 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 do it. it, it <laughs> it's really funny that I know nothing. Yeah, he's just dressed. Basically, they were like, "Oh yeah, you're just gonna be dressed as a as as an old timey man." And he was like, "Oh yeah, this is a kind of outfit that I would wear like in my younger years, you know." <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah." Exactly. And one of them is dressed up as Jade, and the other one's dressed up as Dave, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, that one was a fun joke. So this was like the earliest, this was his reference sheet for quite a few years until 2019. And the 2019 one is the one that I still use. But between then and now, we have a couple more AUs that I have art for, where... um. Not AU specifically for the first one, but he was done in the Royal Usuki Boy paintbrush from Neopets. Uh, mm-hmm. And then this is a specific AU that very few people will get unless if you are deep into some furry mines uh, where he is a succubat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> he sure d- does have some ass wings on that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He turned. He got turned a little organic in that one, too. Um, this was also when I started exploring doing a little bit more 
kind of uh, risque to to sexual things with him because I wanted to explore that a little bit. He was not the only character I was doing this with, but and he also did not get the brunt of it because I was like, I'm not entirely sure because this is my grandpa. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mentioned he, he got the ass wings. He also got some ass going on there. He yeah. does. Oh, they, trust me. The booty. <laughs> and then I think that was it until uh, 2018 is when uh, my computer broke. <laughs> Uh-huh. No. And so we have this this interesting piece of traditional work oh. that I did. Uh yeah, look at that. Stag yeah. holding like a green light surrounded by steam. This is not my favorite of the traditional pieces I did around them, but it is one of the few of stag that I could find mm -hmm. that I took a photo of. Mm -hmm. I wasn't about to go mm -hmm. digging through my sketchbooks for this one. Um and then we have his most recent iteration. Where we have he's 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 beefed up. If you remember the first thing I showed uh -huh. you, where he was just very scrawny. Mm -hmm. He is beefed up. He's got a more modern look. He's a little sleeker, but still kind of chunky. He is mm -hmm. partially steam powered now. He, mm -hmm. the sexuality on this list is wrong. Uh, <laughs> he's no longer straight. This man's is bisexual. Heck yeah. He had an awakening at some point. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it, he he's partially steam powered, partially uh, uh, like uh, basically the steam power like charges an internal battery, and if it, he can run off of that internal battery, if he ever runs out of the steam power, um, the internal battery also helps power some of the other things that he has. Uh, there was a brief period of time where he had a lot of like medical equipment kind of built into his arms. Um, he doesn't have as much of that anymore, uh, but it was there. He still has some of it. Uh, there was a brief period of time where I was trying to get him set up for an original character tournament. I never finished that reference sheet, so it never went anywhere. Uh, but he had basically, like, he could uh, uh, basically make his fists into Tesla coils. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and he can still kind of do that. <laughs> Shocking. Ha. We have a lot more fun details, because this is where I figured out some more of his details. He... He is, um, he cannot see color. Uh-huh. He sees in sepia tones. Hence, oh, makes the, sense. the mug he's you know? holding in that little chibi, he's holding a mug that says Barbie girl, and it is bright uh -huh. pink. Great. He knows it's bright pink. <laughs> he bought it to embarrass his grandchildren. <laughs> he nice. wears... Pink, well, like, well, nowadays, I think his grandchildren would say it's spaced because of Greta yes, Gerwig's yes, yes, incredible yes. contribution yeah. to culture. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was before this. This was in 2019. Mm -hmm. In yeah. 2019, <laughs> pre-pandemic, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh. What a time. What a time. And then this pre-pandemic. Oh, boy. The rest of it is post-pandemic. Not post, but mid-pandemic because it hasn't ended. Oh boy, yeah, it really hasn't. Nope. No, what happens next is, this is around when I started getting into uh, podcasts. And so, because of that, Stag got more flesh. This is why I started, like, focusing more on his story and changing it and making it more cohesive, is that I wanted to use him in something. And he has actually, he is in Hope's Hearth, but it is a AU version of him where he's much younger <laughs> And it it, it it harkens back to when he was younger in his prim like primary timeline, where he was a, a massive social activist, right? So mm -hmm. he's a rebel, 
who has a mech called the Griffin. I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> she might be sapient. You know, we haven't figured that one out yet. Um, so there, that he, he is featured in a couple of other things. I think I've played him on some streams as well. Uh, he, I've just kind of used him in things. Cause I'm like, you were AU fodder now. Um, and one of those AUs, I'm going to share this photo, a photo art that I did where this is a room where it happened, the bleed AU where Stag is part of it. I was just like, I'm just going to insert you into this. He is a rebel. He is being fixed by one of the characters who is a non-binary mechanic. Yes, he's struggling. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and the very, very, very cool and, and, and attractive mechanic has just got you like, Opened right up, just just on top yeah, of you. Yeah, can 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 you approach this repair from a different direction? Nope. <laughs> I did make uh, the the characters player blue screen a little bit with this, but also they were very much they they. Uh, I was actively encouraged. <laughs> uh, they're they're elbow deep in this boy. Yes, yes the whole point and then we have uh there was a meme going around on twitter and tumblr for a little bit where it was kind of like uh like how they do in anime and and manga where you've got the simplified version of the character and then the complex version of the character think like um alphonse elric yeah yeah the little chibi mode whoop <laughs> Aww. We've got mm-hmm. Chibi Stag, who's very worried about something. And then I don't ask me what I was thinking when I drew that second one. Uh, everybody's like, damn, he's got some come hither eyes going on. There. Yeah, he, <laughs> he do. He, yeah. he definitely do. Yeah, uh, that just kind of happens. Um, but so the, you can also see some of the more changes have happened. Like uh, on that reference sheet, he's got a much more pronounced chin, um, like a stronger jawline, basically. Um I've simplified the the segments of his neck so that they're not as like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um his his antlers are removable. That's actually been a thing that's always been true about him. Yeah. <laughs> they unscrew from his head. Uh, so a lot of the times if I don't feel like drawing him with antlers, there's a reason. If I don't want to draw him with antlers, I'll just draw like a little circle on top of his head to show where the antlers are supposed to go. Oh. That's mm-hmm. so smart. Uh, yes, very you. good. <laughs> I should start start making some of my characters with more like optional details. Optional details are great, and mm-hmm. and so his his most current iteration. If we have like if we set out like a timeline, he was he was built like in just as the Victorian era was starting. He's like 150 years old or something like that. I don't fucking know anymore. Um, he's old. Um. And he was taken in by uh, Quakers. They helped kind of fix up his chassis a bit. Uh, he lived with them for a long time. And then he, like, made friends with this, like, woman who was d- doing some stuff. I have not figured that one out particularly yet. But he, like, he, he left the community to go, like, experience more of the world and, like, be part of it, basically. Uh, go from being a farm boy outside of Savannah, Georgia. To uh-huh. to living in California, <laughs> he made decisions. Um, and then you know meets his wife. They have like a very very happy life together, even if it's a little bit brief. Um, because that's like thirty years. Yeah, which for him is like a blink of an eye almost. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah. De- depressed for a very long time. It happens. Yeah. Uh, rabbit happened. Um, he, he starts, you know, taking care of himself more. And now in our modern era, in the year of our Lord, like in the 2020s, as I have, as I've just kind of coined this era for him, uh, he owns a tea shop that he actually runs with some of his great grandchildren. Um, uh, they grow their own herbs, the, uh, their own like tea blends. They make them themselves. Um, they sell them in the shop as well as like they sell tea and coffee and pastries and stuff. Um, and he is kind of like a, 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 a bit of a, a font of wisdom as well as a little bit of local cryptid level some shit with him because he can be very cryptic when he says words because he's so old. Uh, I love a fucking old cryptid. Uh, he's also a neighborhood sexiest grandpa because look at him. Um, <laughs> I actually have a piece of artwork that I got, I commissioned from a friend of mine. It was a long time ago when I commissioned this, and by a long time ago, I mean I think this was 2018. But um, we've got this, where he is a, a lounge singing, essentially. Uh-huh. You can nice. see this, this is using the older um, clothing model. This is actually kind of what inspired me to make the newer one, the newer... Uh, reference sheet because the way that this artist um drew him was much more like with that much more masculine looking jawline which i really liked um mm-hmm. and so he's he's lounging his dad can sing uh he he has a, a a a very good voice for that um he also enjoys uh disney movies and uh bird watching he regularly bird watches and does little bird watching sketches he's very cute for that yeah, we love we love hobbies. Hobbies are nice. And I've got one more AU where he drinks some tea and turns into a periton. <laughs> I commissioned mm-hmm. this from my friend Kit because she does a lot of uh, TF commissions. Uh, and I was just like, let's just, why not? Why not? Do whatever you want with him. And she was like, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Cute. Very yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, I have... Other artwork, but I'm not going to share it. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> what could that mean? <laughs> Remember how I said, like, I experienced, like, experiment. Look, 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 that, that's a question that doesn't need answered. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can show it later. There's, a, there's, like, one. It's, like, one thing in reality, but. <laughs> uh-huh. As I said, I can talk about I can talk about this character for for an hour. I could probably do more. This is the very like truncated like synopsis version of all of his stories because there's a lot of things that have happened to him in his life because he's very old. Um and he is a character that has been with me for so long that he's a little bit of a comfort character as well as like like mm-hmm. cuz I used to mm-hmm. you notice he had a lot of tragedy happen to him when he was very young. And then as he's gotten older, that's kind of softened and he started to experience good things. Because when I was a teenager, I was in not the best of place. So I, you know, projected a lot of bad things onto him, had him go through some fucking shit. And then was like, no, he actually deserves kindness. (laughs) (laughs) All of my characters do, actually, because I deserve kindness. Uh Uh-huh. True. and so he he's doing much better now. He's got a handle on his depression. He's much more involved with his family. Uh, d- 
hence the owning a shop with some of them. He was basically the investor for the shop. Um, he's getting back into doing uh, a lot more activism because in the world that he lives in, like robots are still struggling to kind of have that autonomy uh, as people. Um, he's not the only robot character I have either, because there's another one that I created around the same time as him who, he, where he was steampunk. She is diesel punk. Um, mm. uh, she's, she's a motorcycle repair, uh, a motorcycle mechanic. Uh, she's phenomenal. I could talk about her not for an hour, but I could talk about her more, <laughs> uh, but if you want to hear more about my OCs, <laughs> people should message me because I will just talk about them. I love talking about <laughs> the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to eventually like, just to kind of wrap this up with a bow because we've been going for an hour. Um, oh boy, yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were sucked into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time just flew by. Um, to, to kind of wrap this up with like, not, not a bow exactly because Stag story is ever evolving and changing. I'm constantly adding to it. And like, he is a living character because as I get older, he does as well. Um, mm-hmm. like he, he, he has every year I have, I have aged since making him, he has gotten older as well. To wrap him up in, in like a nice pretty bow, just tie it on his head, um, and he'll look very adorable, uh, and be very confused. Um, make older characters. Make your characters grandparents. <laughs> and don't be afraid to, to let them have nice things. <laughs> so true. <laughs> And, you know, do whatever the fuck you want with them. Um, like like I said, Stag is constantly evolving and changing, and eventually he'll settle. Eventually I'll actually use him in something, like, more kind of permanently. But until I get to that point, he's just going to keep kind of appearing in things as I, I want him to be there. So, yeah, that's, I think, all I've got. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was a whole ass episode. <laughs> it, there, it sure yeah. was. Yeah, we can really tell that uh, there's been like, yeah, so much going on with this OC. That's uh-huh. really really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we barely needed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. I was like trying. No, no. It's they good. have questions, but I'm also very good at just like answering like questions before they're even said because I just remember, yeah, oh, yeah. No, see? that happened a few uh-huh. times. <laughs> Uh-huh. Do you have any questions? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh I wasn't prepared for this question. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. That felt like a that that felt like a pretty thorough explanation at least for, uh-huh. you know, uh, uh an hour's worth of podcasting. Is there any like random fun fact about him you want to know to make me try to come up with something on the spot? Ooh. Ooh. Uh you said he likes Disney movies. Favorite song in a Disney movie? Ooh. Ooh, favorite hmm. song. Ooh, that's a good one. Because there's a lot. So I'm going to go with my instinct. It is the one that popped in my head. And you're both going to be like, why the fuck? Uh-huh. But you must remember that this man has multiple great-grandchildren. And lived has lived through it the way that we have as well. But also, he was an adult. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he could kind of look at it and go, I can see it. Uh, and it is Let It Go from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> 
good shit. And uh-huh. honestly, the reason that that was my first instinct is because uh, when I was first, that song is actually immensely important to me because it is kind of what triggered me realizing I was trans. Oh, hell yeah. Um, no, listen, like that, you know, say what you will about Let It Go, but like it definitely is a song that is, I think. I there's think, some emotions in there. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's written by a queer person, and it is very much about saying, like, eh, fuck it, just kind of be, like, the person that you need to be. Yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of the, 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 the catalyst that I was, I was, I remember exactly the moment. I was raking leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just kind of had to stop and have, like, a crying breakdown in my yard. <laughs> God. Gender uh, is like that. Yeah, gender's just like that. Yeah. Sometimes it just hits so you. It could be, it could happen literally any time. Yeah. And so yeah. it, for Stag, it's it's one of his favorite songs. He definitely probably suffers from the same thing that we all do when somebody's like, "What is your favorite?" Blah, 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 and he's like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't ask me that question." Uh, <laughs> yeah. He asked me my favorite bird. I could tell you, but don't ask me that one. <laughs> <laughs> his favorite bird is flamingos. Okay, nice. so so here's a question. Uh, music preferences, specific. Okay, mu- general music preferences, and also, does he listen to Steam Powered Giraffes? He does listen to Steam Powered Giraffe. Um, okay, he good. likes them very much. Um, it's difficult to assign him a favorite like music genre because he lived. He has lived through the rise of multiple modern music genres. Uh huh. Uh, like jazz and rock and roll and things like that. Like he he does he loves lounge music. I think like lounge singers and and mm-hmm. and those kind of nineteen twenties like torch songs um, and things like that. Uh, Nat King Cole is definitely a favorite of his. Uh, and How about Bowling for Sue? <laughs> he appreciates them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Emery at least knows why I asked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think Stag was somebody where when like um rock and roll really started to kind of hit the 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 he 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 never went into the satanic panic shit, but he was definitely like this is very aggressive. Uh-huh. Cuz he's not an aggressive person, but there were also a lot of like there, there, there were songs that would come out that would come out, and they were, you know, about certain things that were happening in the civil rights movement and stuff like that, or about like war and things like that. Where he was just like, "Well, I'm keeping, I'm buying this album, and I'm keeping it forever." Mm-hmm. He has, he's also lived through the rise of like portable music. God, yeah, imagine this motherfuckers what that got wax cylinders. <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker literally like went from gramophones to fucking Spotify or whatever. <laughs> he he definitely though he has like a shitty little MP3 player. Yeah, that, good. That has like all of his favorite songs on it because he's a grandpa. Um, no, it's like uh, when when Walkmans came out with the 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 cassette players, like it, it's cassette player Walkman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he he uses that much to like like there's there's some of his 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 grandkids who are just like oh that's kind of cool and then there's others who are like grandpa oh my god please just use your phone <laughs> and he's like no <laughs> yeah 
My music is already on this thing. I put it here ages ago, and look, I can keep making cassettes. I still have all the equipment, and it's in good shape, because he doesn't have... He's not organic. He doesn't have the oils that fuck up machinery. (laughs) 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 So he's just like, it's all, it's still here. Do you want me to make you your own little cassette? I can do that. I have another Walkman. And his grandkids are just like, Grandpa, no. No. Grandpa wants to make you a mixtape. Fuck him. (laughs) He definitely, though, he has like, uh, he has his own Spotify where he definitely probably has like playlists for like some of his grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they ask, um, where he'll just be like, look, I added another song to it. Cause it made me think of you. And they're just like, Oh, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, God, I love him so much. He's, he's just wiggles him, like picks him up like a cat and wiggles him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unless, uh, uh, Chris, do you have any questions? Um, no, no. Right, um, let's let's ju- wrap it ju- up. Well, I, I I I can I can segue here. Do yeah. Do you have any plugs? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so if you want to listen to any of the podcasts that I do that I named at the top of the show, Hope's Hearth Pod, Abbey Archives, SCP Archive, SCP Research Archives. Sorry, I misspoke earlier. It's Research Archives. Uh, Colchis and uh, Cauterized. You can find them on Tumblr, uh, Hope's Hearthpod, Abbey Archives. Uh, I don't think I've made an SCP Research Archives Tumblr yet. Hold on. I can double check that. Uh, I have not. <laughs> that one doesn't exist. Um, Colchis at Colchis Pod, uh, and Cauterized at Cauterized Pod. Um, I believe Cauterized also has a, a Twitter. Don't quote me on that one. I um, abandoned all the Twitters for the other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we, feel free. we don't plug Twitters. They're bad. Yeah, feel free to, <laughs> you know, plug as many or as few social medias as you want to. The ground is kind of shifting under us social media-wise. Like, all of all of Elvir's links are expired. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> I only have Tumblr right now. Uh, I have not made, like, a Blue Sky or anything like that, or a co-host, whatever the fuck. I, have, I only have Tumblr, which is at Lotsa Deer, L-O-T-S-A-D-E-E-R. Um... Where I am deep in the Minecraft uh, Blockman Mines, um, if you care to see any of that nonsense. Um, I take commissions, which you can find the information for on my Tumblr. Um, you can find the podcast, the podcasting collective I'm part of, uh, at HS Enclave, uh, Hearthside Enclave. All of the previous podcasts I listed besides Cauterized are under that um, uh, umbrella. Cauterized is not because it's not mine. <laughs> what else can I plug? Oh, I have started um, streaming Minecraft, which you can find on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash lots of squirrels, um, because that's my Minecraft username. <laughs> uh-uh. um, like I said, jack of all of many trades. <laughs> Say yeah, HD, listen. baby. <laughs> I love having ADHD. I love having mm-hmm. just like, uh, uh, you know, just like a dozen different skills and being like competent at most of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you would like to guest on any of the podcasts I do, 
this is at you guys and at anybody who's listening. Feel free to message Ooh. me about it. Um, especially if you have written a tabletop game. We love to get people who have written the games to come play their games with us. Um, because I know as somebody who writes tabletop games uh, at the Sean Deer on Itch, uh, <laughs> I love playing my own games. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I think is everything that I have to plug. At the moment, uh, at least. <laughs> if, if I miss something, <laughs> it is listed on my pinned on Tumblr. <laughs> All right. In that case, I'm Emery. Uh, you can find me on Fur Affinity with the username Space Robot. That's where my gallery is. You can get in touch with me about commissions on Discord or spacerobotart at gmail.com. I should probably update my price sheet at some time. Things are more expensive, and also I take longer to draw things. You now, would like so maybe advice? I, should... I can give you some advice. <laughs> Ooh, that nice. would yeah. I will definitely hit you up for that. Um, I'm also on a funny little podcast called We Rate Queerbait. Uh, it's 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 the podcast I mentioned earlier, where we just look at a thing that's not particularly gay well sometimes it is particularly gay sometimes say, it is and we say that shit's gay um, <laughs> that's gay buddy our most recently recorded episode uh was land of the lustrous which is gay like make no mistake like that that shit is um uh, that's some gay shit buddy it's it's some gay shit it's some very gay shit we mostly just read it and said this is really funny <laughs> it's like got some fucked up buddy horror in it but also comedy <laughs> i'm also i'm also gonna be on an upcoming audio drama details about that forthcoming hey you didn't hear it from me but that you might be you might be you might be hearing about uh this this particular audio drama sooner rather than later. Things Hooray. are things are happening. Thing it's been in the works for a while, but things are happening. Excited. And that's it for me. Hey, um so I I just boycott social media. You're um so you can come talk to me on Discord. The check out this guy Discord is in the show notes, um, we we have a fun little time over here. Uh, people, you can tell us about your guys. You can can see some streams. Uh, there's art streams. There's there's watching shows, group watch streams. We're doing Big Agu Mondays currently, where we watch <laughs> uh -huh. the show called Big Agumon, aka Digimon Savers. Nice. Um, yeah, um, I didn't, uh, you couldn't have got me to say which Digimon show it was, other than Big Agumon. <laughs> um, it's a very good Discord, can confirm, even if I'm not particularly active in it. I am yeah. in it. It's a good Discord. A uh, very good mm -hmm. community. Thank you. Yeah, and, uh, I've, I've been streaming video games a little bit, uh, on here just at random times. Um, and so, like, yeah, that... That's pretty much it. Other than, uh, hey, if you if you liked this episode and you haven't listened to episode eleven, go listen to episode eleven. Oh fuck! I gotta go um, listen to episode eleven. <laughs> oh oh yeah, you, you'll understand some of my comments then. 
Okay, cool. I um, listen. I I think I've I've listened to the first episode, but I haven't listened past that because my to listen list for podcasts is very long right now. <laughs> oh, very understandable. The thing is, there's a lot of podcasts. So you don't really podcasts. have to listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, check out this guy is on the Noise Space Network. That is noisespace.xyz. And they got all sorts of different shows on there. Just like I'm, I'm looking at what has um, come out like the last few days. Uh, we got Sonic Shuffle, a random holistic um, um, look at the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, series of media. Uh, Prime Cuts, which is Transformers. And uh, special grade snacks, um, which I don't know what that one is. Jujutsu ah. Kaisen watch along podcast. Ooh. Ah, well there you go. I have to recommend that one to my partner who loves Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know shit about Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. It's got a horny I, man. I know it's Jojo. got eat a finger. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all I know. <laughs> You eat a finger and your teacher is a dilf. No. <laughs> oh. No, he's too young to be a dilf. He's he's just a twank. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he's like younger than me. <laughs> uh-huh. Stag is a gilf. So. Yeah. True. Look, look. Should fuck may- that old may- man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe whoever you were talking about is a dilf in training. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, so I think that think that about yeah. does it. We're yeah, we're going also, off the rails now. Yeah, <laughs> also, we also have co-host and Tumblr. You're on your own if you want to find those. I don't feel uh, like saying speed. the link again. <laughs> um, aren't they just check out this guy? <laughs> this, yeah, you're on your own, but you have a very big hint. <laughs> You All can't right. find it. That's your own fault. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until next time, salute your local gilf. Yes. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We, 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 ru- we love a robo gilf. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>